tonight. Title of the message is Looking to Deceive. If you're taking notes, Looking to Deceive. Well, who's doing that? <laughs> the enemy. There's, a, there's an enemy, folks, that is roaming around looking to see who he can devour. But the Bible tells us that he is a deceiver. And if the Bible says he's a deceiver, he's probably pretty good at it. And we're all, to some degree, being deceived all the time. And I think probably everybody in here is walking in some deception. We are supposed to be walking through this earth as ambassadors. And while we're doing that, the enemy is trying to deceive us that we don't have the equipment that we've got. Every one of us here, and if you're not, you're not getting me if, if you don't, I mean, you've got to get this. He, he's changing our thought patterns every day of our life with everything that we're seeing around the world. We're being, we're being programmed without even knowing we're being programmed. It's starting at the school system, and it just goes everywhere. News, everything you watch. We're being programmed to be of the world, yet we're not of the world. So it's difficult for us to walk through this, and it is. It's very difficult for us to walk through this without constantly being bombarded and thinking that we're part of the world when you're not. We are actually walking with the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in our life. We're walking, you know, no other, no other people on earth had the Spirit of God living in them. If you're, not, if you're not a Christian, you don't have it. No other religion, they call them religions, have it. They have someone they worship, but we have the Spirit of God living in us. And I think we sometimes are so deceived that we forget this. No matter what going through in our lives, we've got to recognize we have more than we act like we have. And we've got to start recognizing, we've got to start seeing and pointing things out so we can remind ourselves. Psalms 4 verse 8 says, I, I lay down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. He's taking care of us. And that right there is one deception. We, feel, we walk in fear. We feel like uh, COVID was just a good, a good example of the entire nation, and, and we included, back down to the fear, even if it was real, real. Even if everybody that got it was going to die, we should not walk in fear. You're all just, I mean, it's the truth. Because if you really know, if we really know who's in us and really know who's taking care of us, there is nothing that can, can put fear on us. So we, we are all to a degree being pulled away from who we really are. And we've got to recognize Psalms, Psalms 34, 14 says, seek peace and pursue it. Well, obviously, if we're not, if we're not really understanding and grasping because of the deception that's going on. See, he, if, he's, if he's wandering around all the time looking who he can devour, the only way he can devour you or I, if you walk with the scriptures, is the things we say and the things we do. He has no other power. So he's walking around seeing who is the most deceived in the camp right now. Who can I, 
Who can I manipulate to go the way I want them to go to destroy their lives and destroy people around their lives and make them think that they really don't have anything more than anybody else? How many times have, how many times have you worked with someone and then you found out years later that they were Christians? They were so deceived, they were acting like the world. And we, we're, we're all guilty, so I'm not pointing my finger at anybody. But we've got to recognize the enemy's trying to deceive us. 1 Peter 5 eight says, the devil, the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. James 4.7 says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The word flee there, listen to what it says in, in the actual Greek here. It says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee in agony from you. That's, when I seen that today, I went, oh, because it actually shows what you've really got. And if we stand our ground in what we've really got, and I don't care what it is that's coming along the pipe, I'm, I'm working on changing my attitude towards life itself. And I'm recognizing that when I hurt somewhere, and, and I do, like the rest of you, I make the statement all the time, I need to change it. The older we get, the better we were. Well, there's truth in that because we're decaying and falling apart. True. But I think we've got more than we should have. And it's because we've allowed the enemy... We, we, well, how are you feeling today? Don't even ask people that. Because you're setting them up to say things they don't even need to be saying. We've all got our aches and pains, and I'm trying to... Maybe I'm only preaching to me in these messages I'm going to be preaching, but I've got to quit saying things about my body that are hurting. There's no sense. What good is it? Why don't I tell it like it is? Why don't I, why don't I speak over my body why don't I tell my knee? No, there's nothing wrong with you. Quit complaining. Why don't I talk to my foot? Quit complaining. Just because you hurt yourself in a motorcycle accident, you're healed. And I could go up and down my body, and so could you all. But that's what we're, we're being deceived. We watch a TV commercial, and it, it, gives, you, it gives you this medicine that's going to fix you for life. And then right at the end of it, it tells you it's going to kill you. And without medicine, we'd probably all be dead because we don't have this revelation. But we've got to, we, the only way we're going to get this is to start quoting and start believing what the Word says that God is doing for us and come to that place of knowing God wants us to be, walk in peace. He wants us. And let's just, let's just stay in that area. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. Just as your soul prospers. Well, what's your soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Emotions are fantastic in the right place. But most of us let our emotions direct our life and everything that we do. And that's going to the negative side of everybody. In the, the Bible says I'm supposed to be totally, perfectly well, whole, and prosperous, and healthy. And I, I know... When we start talking about health, everybody gets upset because everybody here's got something wrong. I know we do, but let's start fixing what's wrong. I've been delivered, according to Scripture, from the curse. And emotions, I've been delivered from depression. I've been delivered from confusion. I've been delivered from all these things that your mind causes. Without this, 
I mean, sometimes you want to just take it off and set it to the side. I'd be all right, and so would you. It's this thing right here that causes all of our problems. I don't, if you wake up feeling bad, it can ruin your day if you let it. I say it all the time. People say, how are you doing? Well, I've got a choice. I can either choose to tell you how I really feel, or I can tell you what the Bible says. And that's what we've got. I, I, let me go back to me. You can do what you want. I'm just telling you, you're going to start seeing a changed guy. Because there's no reason for me to allow the enemy to take me. There's no place in the Bible that says I have to be sick to die. No place. Now, I'm going to go out of here because that's the way it's going to be. Chris and I have got an ongoing joke now. He's been in 13 years, and he says, I know God's going to get me out. He said, but you know what? The way it's looking, we're going to rapture together. But he, he does have us, and he's taking care of us, and he wants to, us to recognize that, that we've, got, we've got to take our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and we've got to recognize that we've got to take care of it. And we've got to pay attention to what we watch on TV. And we've got to, you know, well, I can do what I want. Yes, you can. But garbage in, garbage will come out. And you stand around and talk to people that gossip, and you will take what they took, and you'll make it a little bit bigger, and then it'll go to the next person, and then pretty soon this little thing that was nothing about someone got into something that destroyed them and people around them, and that's all the poison that we're walking in. No ambassador does that. I was watching a show the other day. The guy was saying he was in Haiti, and he was walking through Haiti, and there was a great big mansion up on the hill. And they said, who in the world lives up there? They said, oh, that's the ambassador of the United States. They had everything they needed. You're the same way. You're not the poverty. You're not the sick. And there's always going to be those. You're the one that's supposed to be healing them. You're the one that, you've got all the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Peace, joy, happiness, perseverance, patience, the whole bit. You've got all that already in you. And all you've got to do is allow the Holy Spirit to bring that out of you. You've got all the gifts of the Spirit available for you. If we just get to the place where we start speaking and living what we've got, then I might operate in the words of wisdom more often. I might operate, you might operate in words of knowledge. You might walk in the gift of healing. Nothing that the rest of us can't have if God wants to use you. But first, he's got to get us to start living with what we got. And we've got to be at the place of recognizing, I have this. Proverbs 25, 28 says, Whoever has no rule over his own spirit, which is the soul here in this thing, is like a city broken down without walls. We allow our emotions to start running our day, and we allow our walls to get cracks in it, and then we allow everything in the world to come in and bombard us, and we start living like the world lives through our mind. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I don't do that stuff. Everybody here does that stuff. We let our emotions run us instead of enjoying our emotions when they're there for the right reason. We, we, if we feel bad, we, we follow our senses. And we're not supposed to follow our senses. We're supposed to follow. We're supposed to not be carnal. We're supposed to be spirit-led. And the only way you do that is to start practicing what you've got and start watching what you think and start watching what you watch and start watching who you talk to and start watching and start guarding the walls. And when a wrong thought comes in, you've got to put the right thought back and get rid of it and run it out because it will flee. In agony, it'll flee. 
It doesn't like the word. The enemy does not like the word. You speak the word and he has to flee. We can't allow our walls to be broken down. Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your soul. It says, keep your heart with all diligence. But when you look that word up in the, in the Hebrew, it's keep your soul with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. The word issues there is seasons. Now listen to what it says. Keep your soul with all diligence, for out of, your, out of it spring the seasons of your life. I know that I know that I know that I brought a lot of seasons on that I didn't have to have. I know that I know that I know that I've had aches and pains that I could have just went, get out of here. I've, seen it, I've already seen it in my life. When I first was learning this, I was using this. I'll never forget laying hands on one of my boys. I think it was Brad. No, it was Chris. And I laid hands on Chris, and he was running a high fever. And I said, in the name of Jesus, get out of him. Just like that. And it left. It just, it just left. Brad was diagnosed with a, a rare disease. And we prayed over him. We spoke over him. We didn't even tell very many people. So we didn't want the negative input. And now look at him. And I could go on and on, but why, why did I quit? Because I let the world deceive me into thinking that COVID was real, that flus were real, that cancer was real. It's just a name. And I don't care if you're battling cancer right now. So was I. But I'm going to fight it and fight it. You say, well, what if it gets you? What if it does? But what if it don't? What if the flu comes along and I get it? Well, what if it does? But what if it don't? And the more I practice, the more I trust, the more I know this word is the truth, the more it's going to change my life and your life. We can't allow. It, it's went on long enough. We need to be the people that's helping people, not the people that are sick. We need to be the people that are stable in our mind and not emotional. We need to be ones that are solid in what we believe and just know that we believe. We need, whenever we're talking to somebody, we just need to lay hands on them. Chris was saying that he was telling some guy that was sick, and he said, I, I'm going to have to go back to the barracks He's, or back to the room. He said, I'm just feeling terrible. And Chris said, and just in the midst of, without even praying for this guy, he just reached up and said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that he's healed. And this guy went, and he told him today, he said, Chris, I shouldn't have went back. Absolutely, whatever was on me left. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Every one of us, all the time. We well, don't want to be obnoxious about it, but just know who you are in Christ. And know that you've got the power. And don't be deceived by the enemy, but know that you've got it. And know that you're walking different than the world is. And know that when you walk into a crowd, you'll change the atmosphere because the Spirit of God is with you. And know that you've got the word in due season. And know that God can use you in gifts of healing and gifts of knowledge and words of wisdom and all of those operations that we should be doing daily. Know it. But you've got to practice to get there. And you've got to know that you know that you know that he's, he wants this for every one of us. We've, we've got to recognize we don't need cracks in our walls. It's, you know, it's an interesting thing. The enemy always, <laughs> he always just speaks to you, and he, and he speaks in first person. Have you ever noticed that? It sounds like you're talking. You can't do it, Ron. You're a failure, Ron. He's doing it to me just a while ago, sitting right there, praising worship, when I knew I was going to be getting up. You're going to get up there, and you're just going to be a bomb. 
Well, it sounded like I was saying that. The jerk? No. I said, no. I, and you know what I told him? You were right. I can't. But I know he can. That's, I mean, that's how you deal with those things. Well, I'm depressed today. No, I'm not. Because who's telling you you're depressed? Holy Spirit's not telling you you're depressed. Yeah, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Get out of here. You say, well, you're talking weird, Ronnie. No, I'm telling you what you got to do. Now, don't go walking down the street talking out loud. Everybody will think you're nuts. Then they'll help you be nuts, and you'll be deceived by them. We got to come. You know, it's amazing how he works. It's no different than somebody sees you and say, oh, that's an ugly shirt. You won't even wear that shirt again. Instead of saying, that's none of your business. Because that's the enemy. Because if somebody tells you that, they're from the devil. Unless you ask their opinion. That's, that's like Connie said, how do I look in this dress? Do I look fat in this dress? Well, I can't answer that one. I'd have been hung. Yeah. We've got to recognize that everybody here is being fed wrong. Every day. I don't care where you work or what's going on, you're being fed wrong. And we've got, we've got to discern those coming in, and we've got to turn those around as fast as they come in. It's no different than Jesus was tempted by every sin on the face of this earth, and he never, ever sinned. Why? Because he said, in, his, in the Word, he said, I don't do anything but what the Father tells me. So when the temptation come, he just, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I go back to when we watched the, the videos. What was the name of that series we watched on uh, Jesus series? Anybody real? Chosen. The Chosen. When the two disciples wanted to call down fire. Well, you, yeah, but think about that. They knew they had the power. We don't even know we have that power. Yes, they were corrected. Well, what are, you, what are you here for that? Come on, guys. But they thought they had the power. We don't even think we have that power. We've got to get back to that place. And get, you know, but I guess if we walk with Jesus every day, you do. Or maybe we need to do more of walking with Jesus to get that power to recognize what he's got and what he wants to do. I, we can't allow depression and sickness because it all comes from our thought life, every bit of it. It all comes from sin, every bit of it. It all comes from pride, every bit of it. And I could go back and back. It all comes from us being told. You know, it, it's no different than back, back before I understood that we walk in grace. You know, you, you were told you were an old sinner and you're not good for nothing. Well, my old body is an old sinner. But that's not me. That's not you. We walk with the power of the Holy Spirit. We walk with the fullness of Christ. We're seated with him in heavenly places. I'm not that old guy. Well, do you mess up? Well, of course I mess up. Because that guy's still stirring in me. But I've got to come to a place to recognize when I have a thought. I mean, I don't, I don't go by the bank and think about robbing it. But if I did, I would eventually try it. I don't, go by, I don't go by 13 places to gamble in this town. I don't go by those 13 places to gamble and worry about gambling because I don't think about it. But if I thought about it 
if I kept getting deceived that you might go in and you might win and you might win. And Ronnie, you know, just give a dollar, Ronnie. Just, just a dollar. Just, it's just a, it's, I'll go do it. And that's where the problem is right there. I th- what, anything that doesn't line up with this word, I've got to choose not to think about it. I've got to take the will that I, the free will I have to choose this one or this one. I've got to follow the Spirit. And then the grace of God, grace is actually, people, the grace of God is him flowing through you and I. That's what grace is. I don't deserve it, but he gives it to me. So I got to come to a place of making the right choices. Proverbs 14.30 says, a sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. So if I, I can choose, I can choose to, to let these Let's just say envy in the area of emotions. I'm just jealous of somebody, and I just don't like them because they've got more than me. Well, the Bible tells me that if I want to live there, then I'm going to have rottenness to the bones. I'm going to be sick. So when that thought comes in, I've got to think, well, no, that's dumb. Why would I want to choose death? Why don't I just be glad that they've got what they've got? Why don't I just turn my emotion around and say, it's going to be okay? Why don't I just enjoy what God's given me? Proverbs, Proverbs 19.22 says, A merry heart does good like medicine. But a broken spirit or a broken soul dries the bones. Choice. He gives us choices. You know, in the, in the book of Deuteronomy, he says, Here's the blessings and here's the curse. It's your choice. Well, we've got to recognize that the enemy is always, always, always with your friends, with your foes, with television, with people, with life. He's always trying to deceive us to think that God's not going to take care of you. He's not going to take care of you. I've been enough through enough in my life that maybe it's a little easier now for me to just totally trust in those areas because we was at that place of no return. But he always takes care of me. He always has. I, I've watched this church financially, every month, every month since the beginning of way back there, Doc, he has met every need. Sometimes it's to the day, but he always takes care of it. He always has. He always gives us the desires of our heart. So why in the world are we allowing the enemy to say, you're not worth it, you're not any good, you can't do it. You might as well quit and retire and let somebody else have the church. You, might as, you, 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 you had a stroke and you forget things. You this, you that, you that. You lost your wife and you ain't worth a hoot now. If you take that one thought and you start chasing it, it'll get you. But if you take that one thought that God's got me, he's taking care of me, he never leaves me, it's going to get you. But we got to recognize we're being deceived all of the time. Folks, listen, don't watch any news and believe it all. I got a sister that, that she gets up every morning and watches Good Morning America. And she believes everything they say. And I said, I said, Vicki, they're just people giving, they, they, they buy that news. They're just reading it. That doesn't mean it's all right. Discern what's right, what's wrong. We're being deceived as a population. We're all being deceived. We can see that in the government. They're going to pay now all the school loans off. What happened to the 
X hundred thousand plus that you paid for. We're being deceived. We got, so we got to take those thoughts and go, no, Christ is in charge of this country and he will turn this around and he's got it all and he knows, for who's, he knows who I should vote for next time. You see the charts where, where Republican Democrats are this far apart in the voting and, and now all of a sudden because he's, now all of a sudden in two days it's running side by side. You going to believe that nonsense? See, we're being deceived. So you've got to recognize, no, God's got this country. God made this country. God brought this country about for a reason. We, we, we pay more. We give more to missionaries than any other country in the world. You think he's not going to honor his word that says, if you give, I'll give it back? He's going to. It's no different than your money. When you give, he's going to give it. He says he is. It's no different than your tithe. When you tithe, you're going to be blessed. The windows of heaven are going to, well, 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 yeah, but you know what the enemy's going to say? You haven't got enough to make it. Gas prices are high. Food's twice as much as it was. You'll, ne you'll never make it. You Shut up. God's going to take care of me. If he has to grow turnips in my backyard. And I don't like turnips. But if I was starving, they probably would taste wonderful. No different than manna. They probably got pretty tired of it. Well, proof of the pudding, read the Bible. They did get tired of it. Proverbs 18.4 says, The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness. That actually says, The will, mind, will, and emotions, The will of a man will sustain him in sickness. But who can bear a broken spirit? See, the enemy knows if he can get you not to believe God in any area of your life, he's got you. Now, he's not going to get you because if you're born again, you're going to heaven. He's just going to mess with your head the whole time you're here on earth. And he's going to mess up your witness the whole time you're here on earth. You may go to heaven, but while you're, between here and there, why don't we take everybody along? Very good, Nona. It, it's so true. And, and you don't have to go door to door to knock. Just love people. And just quit walking in unforgiveness because unforgiveness is nothing but the enemy. That's carnal. You say, well, I'm mad at them. You're dumb. That's carnal. That's deceived. Why would you be mad at anybody? God wasn't mad at, Jesus was never mad at anybody. He told him what he thought about what, the way they were living. He told the Pharisees and Sadducees what they were, but he wasn't mad at them. He loved them. He wanted them to change. He wanted them to come to the Lord. He loved everybody. He, he graced everybody. He didn't judge anybody. We are so bad at seeing a family or seeing people living some way and we judge them. Well, that's deception. Are you going to fix it? We're, we, we can't. There's no different than each one of you. I cannot fix nothing in your life. I can only give you the word and the truth and you've got to choose to do. It's no different than... You can go down the road and everybody's got a different revelation on different things. I want to have such a revelation on who I really am that when sickness comes to town, I can say, get out of my house. I am not having it. You say, well, what if you fail? What if I don't? I, 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 look, at, I look at some of the scriptures. You know, Jesus was just a man, folks. Yeah, he was... 
he was God, but he was just, he come as a man to be as a man so he could show us how a man could operate. And first he took the water and turned it into wine. Then he walked on it. So let's start out by just believing for the small things. When you get a headache, that's just the enemy. You say, but what if you've got something wrong? Well, that doesn't make a difference. He can still fix it. He does change things. He can, he can repair us. He can take care of us. That, well, how do, we, how do we do this? Well, we exercise the decision-making ability we have. We start, we start operating in that area of changing what we think. Philippians 4.8, probably one of my most favorite scriptures. And I've got the, I've got the passion translation. Let me read Philippians 4.8. Philippians 4. tear my pages this thing's so sticky it's hard to find the scripture here keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real honorable and admirable beautiful and respectful and pure and holy merciful and kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God praising him always it doesn't say worry it doesn't say complain. It doesn't say gossip, which is the most evil thing you can do. Lives are destroyed by it. It says, let's say you hear something about Jay. If you say it, this thing's been thinking about it. And the more you think about it, the more you're gonna, you'll never, ever see Jay the same no matter what it is. But just think of that same person that was spewing their vomit, even if they knew it, even if they were standing right there and knew it, wouldn't it have been better to just say, Jay's going through a hard time, but he'll be all right. Jay's a great guy. Jay's a faithful guy. You know that, that Jay, and then it goes to the next person. You know that Jay? I heard pastor say he was the most faithful guy you ever met. You know that Jay? He, he just, wouldn't that be better? Walking in the spirit than acting like you're a Christian and talking about people? <laughs> I don't even like to be around them. Because I don't want to be infected by it. Because the Bible says to guard myself. And if I hang out with a gossip, if I'm around somebody that talks about people with the wrong attitude. Now, sometimes you have, sometimes you talk about people, but I'm not talking about just working on situations. I'm talking about those pure old gossips. It's all part of, it's all part of this. Because it'll mess your emotions up. Why? Because you'll know you did wrong and you'll feel crummy. And you won't have peace. And you'll think it's somebody else's fault when it was your mouth. Emotions are so vital to live by. I love emotions when, it, it, when, you, let, when you let it be what it's supposed to be. But when you wake up and you're, you don't feel good, and all of a sudden you get this emotion that you might as well shoot yourself. Or you, I, I've had this. I cut up my stupid dog. He gets honey ham every day. I cut up his honey ham every day, and it's crazy how I'll have this thought. You know, I could just end this right now. Well, what a stupid thought. And I'm not, but don't tell me you haven't had stupid thoughts. Driving down the road, 
and know that if you pulled over in front of the truck, coal, you'd be gone. It's just, what do you do with those thoughts? You're going to entertain them? But it's the same with gossip. It's the same with anything that's not on the... You are, you are full of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says, don't follow your flesh. Follow your spirit. And when you have a wrong thought, you just don't pay any attention to that thought and you follow the spirit. And you move and you flow with what God's got in your life. And you know these... It, think on these things, it says. Think on these things, it says. Proverbs... I just looked at the clock. I've done preached myself happy. Proverbs 4, 20 through 23 in the Passion Bible. I love this. Listen to what it says. It says, listen carefully, my dear children, to everything that I teach you. And pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, I love that. When you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are paid. They affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for the for, for from there, the for front far from there flows the wellspring are the seasons of life. Our job is to just eat this word. Now you have a choice; you don't have to read it. But how much time do we watch the news? How much time do we watch? And I'm guilty. I've watched so much mash, I can turn on any. Any of them. And I know the whole story. I should be able to turn to any book in this Bible and say, I can tell you exactly the whole story. Character and verse, every one. I'm not there yet. But I am with MASH. Now, isn't that dumb? I mean, they're drunk most of the time. I mean, if you really watch it, they're drunk most of the time. This is, what, this is life. When cancer comes, this is my answer. Even if I don't get healed on earth, this is my peace while I walk through the battle. But yet I know that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. At least that's, I don't know that yet. But I know that's what the Word says. So I've got to get to the place of eating this long enough, memorizing more of it, Getting it deep in my spirit to where no matter what I pick up, it's, it's like I don't have any friends on Facebook because I've not liked anybody. But I've, about two weeks ago, I started going through and anything that was scriptural, Billy Graham, just I started liking them and it didn't take very long. You can go right now on my phone, and the only thing you'll get on Facebook is Billy Graham and people preaching and people praying for me. But there was a time when the first, they first come out and I started going, that, oh, 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 wow, 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 yeah. You know, you, you yeah. Wasn't nothing, because they won't let nothing be bad on, on Facebook, but it was suggestive. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the next time I'd go on, there'd be more of those. Look at me, everybody. Can I pick your phone up? Can I go to your Facebook 
and what will I find? And I'm not judging anybody. I'm, just, I'm talking about me. I found that if I start putting in the right stuff, I'll start changing. I've had, a, I've had crappy two years. Can I say it that way? But I'm coming out the other side. And I've had people judge me and criticize me not even knowing what I've walked through. Amen. Gossiping it. Shut up. And start imparting life. And give me grace like I've been giving you grace. And vice versa with all of us. Each of us is sitting around each other. Start loving each other. For, don't, don't judge them. Just love them. Yeah, they're weird, but so are you. And let's come to the place where we recognize God's got us, but our responsibility is to take this and stuff it in here so what comes out is this. And start taking what's between here and filling it with this, and then every time the enemy comes, and he'll come along forever until you're gone because his job is to deceive the body. And he's going to try to deceive me. But every time I get a thought that doesn't line up, because now I'm learning the word, I'm going to say, shut up. You are not going to affect me. I'm moving on. I'm going on with you. I'm trusting God. I know he's got me. I know he never leaves me. I know he never forsakes me. I know he's got my problem. I know he's going to answer my problem. I know that I know that I know. And there's so much peace comes in your life that he's going to take care of it. Yes, I'm just going to go with this. This is, this is my life. Let's stand up. Father, we thank you. Father, there's not a person hearing my voice right now that does not struggle with the thoughts in their mind at times. We all, I mean, we're not human if we don't have the thoughts that we don't want to deal with. But Father, we know how to deal with them. We're going to take this word and we're going to make the enemy flee in agony. And we thank you, Father, that you're going to help each and every one of us by the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this in ourselves. When we say we can, we've set ourselves up for failure. But, Father, we can do it through you. We can do all things. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, you reside in me, and I thank you that your job is to help me know Jesus better, and to glorify him in my life. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. Call you blessed. The kids will be out in two minutes.